I hope you're ready. Here comes some hot takes, some smack talk, and some absolute nonsense. It's season four. Welcome to the Joint Practices Podcast. With your host, Sean Lamont. I was waiting for woo, 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 Kenny, woo. Steve Knox. No, but I'm going to tell Elijah to go masturbate with maple syrup tonight. Let me know how that goes for you. And Elijah Arnold. Here we go, kid. Time to shine. Clamor slammers. And that's no I'm going to tell you a worse story than that right now. <laughs> I literally poured milk onto my testicles. Yo! Welcome back to the Joy Practices Podcast. This is the podcast for fans, by fans. It's fans like me. I'm your host, Sean Lamont, on Twitter, at 11thegoat. Joined, as always, by my best friend in the world. You know him as the OG, Olive Garden Pimp, Mr. Super Sticky, Steve Knox, on the Twitter bird, at the Knox Says Soup. What it do? Oh, this team makes me drink. I'm just curious which team you're referring to. Is it my team? Is it your team? Is it the Red Sox? Yes. Thank you. Welcome to our TED Talk. Yeah, so um, this is a podcast about the National Football League in which both our teams never seem to win games. So we should just change this to the Miserable Fucks Podcast. With your hosts, Miserable Jackass and Miserable Marty. You can be whoever you want. All right, so we're going to talk about some uh, week four recaps tonight. Of course, we'll do our studs and duds and the pick em for week five. But, man, another week of football and another loss for our teams. Yeah, I don't think anybody could have uh, said it any better. We are nothing but consistent. I'll tell you that. Uh, let's get into some. Let's get into some talk right now because I just need to eagle this out here. <clears throat> we already went into this game knowing we had a couple injuries on the offensive line, but when Lane Johnson is a surprise scratch for personal reasons, I hope everything's great with him and his family doesn't sound good but you know wish them the best whatever's going on so you start with jason kelsey and four backups against the kansas city chiefs that has the makings of a wonderful afternoon in philadelphia the eagles lose to the chiefs 42 to 30 in a game which officiate officiating played probably more of a role than the offense or defense did I know, Steve, you and I have talked every week of the season so far about how bad the officiating has been. And I would just like to put it on the record that this is not just to, you know, begrudged football fans are mad their team lost. Like, this is a pandemic in the league of bad officiating. Like, it's hitting the national pundit where, you know, the big name guys are talking about how poor officiating has been across the league the eagles had three touchdowns taken off the board in this game that's brutal oh i know it's uh it's hard to watch it really is it's not not just our own games but you know 
the national primetime games, whatever happens to be on mm-hmm. in our local area at one and four o'clock, like it's, it's noticeable. And I don't know how many times you see a flag thrown and then they go back to the replay as the guys call on the call and both announcers are like, I didn't see anything there. Or they don't show a replay at all. Yeah. And it's happened way more times than uh, I'm sure the NFL cares to cares to uh, admit, but yeah, it's something's got to change. I don't, I mean, I know that there's a lot more younger uh, officials, like, I mean, not age wise, just experience wise, you know, over the last couple of years, but boy, oh boy, they got to do something different here. Cause I mean, there was a ugly taunting penalty in the Monday night game against Darren Waller. Mm-hmm. Yep. That I just, it's just taken away the fun of the game. Like it, this is an extremely emotional game and for a grown man to go out there and make a play and then get excited about it and lose 15 yards because of it, then it's just stupid. Yeah. It's, I mean, it cost the Eagle, tw- the Eagles 21 points this week. I mean, they still scored 30 points. So, you know, try not to think about what might have been, quote, the great little Texas. But wow. I mean, as far as we break down this game, the Eagle, I swear, Nick Sirianni, welcome to the Joint Practices podcast. I know you're a listener because guess what they did? They ran that week one offense with all that motion (laughs) and the quick throws. And guess what? They drove the ball down the field all the time. They didn't punt in this game. It's incredible. That's wild. They scored 30 points and they had the ball in the red zone a ton. Of course, you know, we're going through that thing where, you know, we can't we can't finish drives again. But still. They're they're showing they're able to move the ball. Jalen Hurts is progressing. Like I'd say this was one of his better games as a pro. I was, you know, they lost and that sucks. But I was impressed with what Hurts did. Yeah, statistically, that was a, a hell of a game. Um. And like you mentioned, just not being able to finish in the red area, that's going to be a big problem. And the penalties, you know, They can't man. figure that out. But yeah, penalties too. It's some just, of them are self-inflicted, but some of these calls to take points off the board is just, what the fuck are we doing here? Come on, let these guys play football. Yeah. And I would feel the same way if they went the other way. Like, no, I mean, a win is a win, but... It's hard to like get excited about a win if it's like a one score game and the other team gets, you know, a, you know, lead changing score taken off the board for something that's ticky tacky or ridiculous. So I just want to just want to say, like, we're not just wanting the calls, you know, to favor our team. It's just like the officiating overall. It's officiate these nuts. got him it's it was bad I mean, my player of the game is going to be Devonte Devonte smith his first hundred yard game of his career let's go that guy is disgusting he Dude, has he some of the craziest route running skills yeah. i have seen i saw somebody say they haven't seen somebody an eagles receiver make a defense look that foolish since to he was open. high praise yeah right he's open at will he was the first hundred yard receiver since Jordan Math first rookie hundred yard receiver since Jordan Matthews rookie season. So it's been a minute. I think we have the makings of a superstar wide receiver, and I'm so glad 
we got him. My defensive player of the game, Javon Hargrave, again, because he is just, it doesn't matter who they put in front of him. He is fucking wrecking havoc. Big props. That's all I got for the Eagles, because it was the Chiefs, they scored on six of seven drives, and the other one was an interception. So, yikes. Your little tip of the cap, and we'll see you next time. Yeah. <laughs> It's nice seeing you, Andy. Congrats on the win. Yeah, well, it's uh doesn't get much more exciting. We move to Minnesota. The Browns go to US Bank Stadium and just absolutely destroy the Vikings 14 to 7. I literally walked into the office at work uh, at about 4:30. And Robert has all the you know football scores up. And I was like, what was the score of the Vikings game? And he scrolls down to it. And I was like, seven? That's all we got? <laughs> seven goddamn points? Like, I don't think a... you can say damn on the radio. Yeah, no one's listening anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, that's like an offense that was scoring like 30 points a game to just all of a sudden you got nothing. Like, you, I know, you know, Cleveland's pass rush specifically is – very dangerous and difficult to to play against, but man, they just did not be. I mean, we want to talk about not being able to finish drives, like mm-hmm. really where the really where the Vikings uh, found themselves. And uh, I don't we want to talk about officiating again, but Jesus Christmas, that what holding penalty on Eric Kendricks in the end zone was like absolute nonsense the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And then for them to come back at the end of the game and greedy Williams, just completely mugging Adam Thielen in the end zone with a no call. Yeah. That's what I mean. There's no like consistency with these calls. And it's almost to the point where, you know, if the offense has an explosive play, it must've been because they were holding. And then on the other side, if the offense doesn't get in a, explosive play it must be because the defense is you know holding or pass interference it's like we can't have just clean play like defenders are allowed to make plays offense is allowed to make plays study the rule book guys this is literally your job like what are we doing yeah that right there i mean talk about a 14 point swing because the holding call on fourth down against kendrick's allows Cleveland to score their only touchdown. Um, And then on top of it, you know, obviously you're trying to come back in this game with a, you know, like two minutes or so to go and you get that, that play in the end zone that stops the, uh, the Vikings offense and was really their last chance until uh, the end of the game where you get that heave into the, in the end zone. But, not a very exciting game if uh, you're a fan of offense because the second half started off with uh, eight straight punts. So exhilarating to watch. <laughs> real exciting game. You should watch the condensed version. It's like 15 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, offensive line for the Vikings. Just man got cooked this week. Uh, three sacks of, Kirk Cousins, or no, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. Incorrect. 
two sacks of Kirk Cousins, but they hit him 10 times. So friggin' uh, what's his nuts over there and left, left tackle, fucking Benny Hill. Uh, man, Miles Garrett put him on his ass like at least a dozen times in that game. I know Miles Garrett's not the easiest task, but you gotta like find some way to help <laughs> change out. what you're doing because it's not working. Like, can't block a guy on your backside. Yeah, you gotta get a tight end over there chipping or a running back or something. You, yeah, it was the first time you know it happens. A guy can beat you, but the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth time, like, where's the coaching staff adjusting? Like, what are, what what are they looking at to think they don't need to adjust there? It's a good question, and uh, I'll ask the same thing about the defensive side of the ball because he brought on brought in all these guys to you know sure up the middle and slow down the run, and the, the Browns put up 184 rushing yards on you. So that's that's something that uh, needs to change. I know you know the combination of Chubb and Hunt are one of the best in the league, but I mean again, predicate yourself on on defense. It's like stopping the run is. Uh, the most as elementary as it gets. I mean, just got absolutely stomped in the run game. 184 yards to 65. And I know that they probably had Dalvin Cook on a pitch count, so to speak, because of uh his injury. But yeah, what do you have like nine carries? Yeah, he had nine and Madison had ten. So I mean it's a close game. Like you can't get away from the run game, and I know they kind of want to gun it down the field. It seems anyway. But yeah, this is a, just a dreadful game. And you fall to one and three. Things start to uh, start to not look so hot. I know the feeling. And if our friend Elijah was here, he'd also know the feeling as well, too. We are just a uh, righteous little group of fans, I'll tell you that. So, uh... Yeah. You got a player of the game for for the seven point offense? <laughs> yeah. Offense just absolutely killed it. So many guys to choose from here. <laughs> um why don't we go to the guy that uh scored the seven points? Justin Jefferson. Six receptions, eighty four yards and a touchdown. Did his job, you know. Just couldn't get in there twice. Especially I mean Literally, when the game ended and I looked back on it and I was like, wait, we scored our opening drive with 7.26 to go in the first quarter and then didn't score again. Feels a lot like that 17 uh, NFC Championship game. I remember that one. Good memories. And uh, on defense, uh, we're going to give it to Daniel Hunter. Seven tackles, a sack, tackle for loss. Guy was in there making a Baker uneasy and held for a secondary to only give up 155 yards passing. Like, I will take that all day long. Yeah, right. Wish the offense scores more than seven. This is, I mean, you talk about all the time with the Eagles. Like, the defense plays well, offense doesn't show up, or vice versa. And the defense did everything that they needed to do to win this game. And I'm sorry, but if you can hold the team to 14 points, you should be winning that game. Yep. And, you know, you just brought up simply, you know, I say that all the time about the Eagles. You just think if the Eagles could have got one fucking stop this whole game, like one right. more. Yep. Yeah. 
you know, they could have actually been in that game. Honestly, I think that was a game they could have won if they, you know, they could get their finger out of their ass. But yeah, because they, I think the one thing that the Eagles did well, as far as from a coaching perspective, is they really went after the vulnerabilities that the Chiefs have shown on on defense. And, uh, you know, they, they played it uh, perfectly, you know, just uh, it's tough to win games when you give up 42. Yep. <laughs> when you give up fucking six touchdowns on seven drives, not just, you know, points, touchdowns. Fantasy darlings, those Kansas City Chiefs. Well, that's all I got. That's all you got. I guess it's all time for the studs and does. Studs and duds, studs and duds. It's all time for studs and duds. Dudleys and Dudleys for week four. No charge. <laughs> all right, Soupy, why don't you start us off? Because I'm going to do all three of mine at once because they are related. Uh, my first stud is former Minnesota Viking great Cordero Patterson, five mm. receptions, 82 yards, three, three tutties. What kind of, a game. It's kind of wild that it took him going to Atlanta and pretty much being used as a running back. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they flex him out, <laughs> out wide. Like randomly in you know the fourth game of the season, it's, it's heck of a game. Hey, good on Arthur Smith for uh, turning his career around. So you know, so far this season, he's actually made him like someone you can play in fantasy football. Right. When he was always thought of as like he's just a kick returner. So yeah, that's a good one. That's a good dud. Uh, stud. Excuse me. All right, I'm gonna do all three of my studs at once. You ready? Yep. Jalen Hurts. DJ Moore, Terry McLaurin. You want to know why? Listen to this. 36.18, 32.9, Those are their fantasy points this week. They're all on my team. Let me just tell you, I put an ass whooping on the guy I played this week. I doubled (laughs) his points. It's not bad at all. And I had two guys score single-digit points. So I had a pretty good week. Scored 180 something points. So all my studs are gonna go to the guys who gave me a fantasy win when I shouldn't be winning because Christian McCaffrey's hurt. So bless them. Uh, my second stud, Debo Samuel. Mm, good Eight one. Catches 165 yards, two touchdowns. Not enough for the Niners to win. As the Seahawks beat him 28-21, but. That's a heck of a performance, and I think back-to-back weeks now. Jimmy G's now uh, on the shelf. Calf injury? Oof, again. Well, uh, Shanahan says he's not going to rule him out just yet, so we'll see how that plays out. But uh, my last stud, my cousin, Dawson Knox, five catches, 37 yards, two touchdowns, Anytime I can get him in, I will. That that uh, highlight popped up. You know, that's we got a game break that popped up, and I was like, Kyle Dawson, Steve Knox. 
Uh, honorable mention, Arizona Cardinals. Only undefeated team left in the NFL in week four. Hey, I told you it was coming, baby. Arizona Cardinals, scary. Like, and you know what's great? AJ Green, he's having a pretty good little little year. I mean, he's found a little niche in Arizona, and I mean, they get him the ball. And it's amazing what happens when you have other weapons other than just one guy on your offense. Isn't it wild? All right, let's get a little dick did it did it did it duddy. My first dud is a team that gave up six touchdowns on seven possessions. Ladies and gentlemen, the defense for your Philadelphia Eagles, who went the first two weeks of the season as a top five defense and have given up 83 points in the last two weeks. Uh, I have no answers except for duds. Yeah. uh, My first dud would be the uh, Minnesota Vikings offensive line. I already talked about it. Gave up two sacks, constant pressure in Kirk Cousins' face. Made it difficult to uh, move the ball down the field. And, um, yeah. We are not bitter Homer fans at all, are we? <laughs> not, not, not in the least. Uh, right. Dud number two. Who has created his own shit stew. Ladies and gentlemen, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer, yes, me too. What a fucking meat curtain he is. Good Lord. Has he caused himself some fucking headaches? I saw a tweet this morning that said, Urban Meyer drinks dark liquor, because that's definitely dark liquor behavior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, not not the best look. Listen, I didn't think Urban Meyer was going to have success in Jacksonville, and I <laughs> his time might be up sooner than I even thought it was going to be. But, uh, yeah, what a fucking knucklehead, man. I don't think he makes it through the rest of the year. I can't imagine he would. I, I know. Shot already 0-4. Yeah, Khan came out and said, like, you know, we're going to stick with him or whatever. I don't believe you. I, I believe him for now, but I believe that there's going to be a very short leash and if this team gets to 0-6, I think the axe might be coming. I'll tell you this right now. I bet they're already looking. They are already lining up candidates. Yeah, because this is a... And it should be nobody except for Eric Bieniemy. <laughs> well, I don't know how you would... Yeah, I mean, that's something you'd have to do in the offseason. But... Right, right, right. Yeah, he should be the one that, you know, you get your intern for the rest of the year, and then you clean house and you bring in Bieniemy. Wouldn't be a bad choice the way they develop young quarterbacks there in Kansas City. Bring that uh, mentality down to Jacksonville. It'd be great. Mm, definitely. Speaking of young quarterbacks, my third dud, Davis Mills. <laughs> I mean, rookie. I understand it, but he is from, definitely not ready. <laughs> no, you're not ready for the NFL. You're on a shitstorm of a team down there, as far as the Texans are concerned. And Play in a Buffalo Bills team. You throw four picks. You're going to find yourself on the dud list, Davis. Hey, uh, funny story. My third dud is the Houston Texans organization. For one, being one of the most atrocious football teams in years, their uh, performance this past weekend against Buffalo Bills was statistically the worst offensive performance in the NFL since a game that happened in 2000. 
Very, very, very. When the Bills had the ball, it was fun to watch. When the Texans had the ball, it was fun to watch the Bills do anything they wanted. <laughs> uh, poor David Culley is in over his head. I understand he's been like an assistant coach in the league for 20 plus years, 25 plus years, whatever it is, but he was given a shit sandwich and told to, you know, sell it as baked Alaska. And by the way, we have rats in the kitchen and we're going to talk about trading that rat forever and ever and ever and ever. Not (laughs) suspend him. It's fucking, it's the wild west down in Houston. I'll tell you that. What a crazy situation. Yeah. And, uh, Apparently still looking to trade the Sean Watson. So we shall see. Good news is uh, multiple reports that the Eagles are not involved in any trade discussions because they shouldn't be. They should run with Jalen Hurts all year long, and then they should build this goddamn team around him with three first-round picks. Thank you for coming to my talk. Yeah, yeah. All right. You got another dud? Is that it? We did all the duds? That was, that was, that was my three, because Urban Meyer was my other one. Okay, okay, studs and duds. Thank you for joining us. Let's move on. Week five preview. Looks like we got a couple winnable games here, Soup. So next week when we talk about both our teams losing, it'll be awesome. The Eagles going to Carolina to face the Panthers. The Lions are coming to the Vikings. Uh, we'll just throw... You know, we'll shoot the shit right here, right? This is a winnable game for the Eagles. This is a definitely a winnable game for the Vikings. Will they win? Who knows? When we talk about the Eagles and the Panthers, okay? Christian McCaffrey might be back. If he is, makes things a little more interesting. If he's not, the Eagles should be able to outscore the Panthers, okay? We just saw what the Cowboys did to the Panthers. They gave up quite a few points to the Panthers. But I've also said I believe the Cowboys' defense it's not as great as they looked one week this year. One week against the Eagles. When they absolutely dismantled the Eagles offense. Every other week, they're giving up a shit ton of points. I think the Eagles might be able to, you know, get it together this week. I mean, they just put up 30 points and should have had into the 40s if it weren't for a couple of questionable calls with four backup offensive linemen. I swear to God, if we don't run the same offense we ran week one and last week, I'm going to be pissed. This is a winnable game. I mean, you got the Bucks after this. And then I forget who you have, but it's another winnable game after that. So I think it's the Raiders, actually. If we come out of the next three games, two and one, I'll be happy. But these winnable type games, you you got to stack these wins. If you're serious about competing in your division you got to win these winnable games and then win your division games i'm very much looking forward to quez Watkins becoming the number two on this team jalen rager is a ghost where you at jalen rager stepping out of bounds before you catch touchdowns apparently Devonte smith did that too thank you that was awesome i guess we could uh get our wide receiver coach to show them that the white is out of bounds that would be helpful Rookie mistakes. It's easy. Duh. Easy to have. Yep. But winnable game, right? So then we got the Lions and we got the Vikings. 
We got the Goofs versus the Coops. It's, uh, yeah, like you said, should be a winnable game. But Scrappy Lions team, they've been in pretty much all these games that they've played so far this year. Um, both defenses statistically terrible. So potentially could see a lot of points put up here. Although, you know, other than the San Francisco game, the Lions offense has been not so hot. Uh, they had the good first half against Green Bay in that primetime game. And then second half just laid a friggin' goose egg. Um, but yeah, you should uh, really going to be looking to uh, find a victory here because, you know, you host the Lions this week. It'd be nice to get to two and three. And then next week, guess who's playing the Panthers? That's us. So back-to-back weeks, the Panthers are the enemy on the Joint Practices podcast. And I'll make sure to get you, you some tape. Yeah, and then uh, following that, we have uh, the Vikings bye week in week seven. And coming off of the bye, we host the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday night football. So you know, got the potential to go into that primetime game feeling good about yourself with a couple of wins and a week off to get your shit rolling in the right direction. But, you know... I got to be honest, if you start getting, if we get to this bye week and the Vikings are one and five or two and four, like I, I think Ziggy Wilf and uh, Mike Zimmer might be having a, uh, a conversation about what needs to happen or else. Because at this point, it's just, there, there's too much talent on this team for them to be one and three. And I mean, it just, it's one thing after another, really, with this team and why they lose. But you hate to see the officiating be the reason for it, which it kind of was this week. Well, I, that's the thing, too, is it's not just a fan saying, fuck the reps, the reps fucked us. Yeah, no, Tony like, Dungy. They Tony literally Dungy altered the game. Out. Yeah, Tony Dungy actually tweeted it out a still of Greedy Williams, like arms wrapped around Thielen trying to get back to the football. And he said, I'd, I can't wait for the explanation from the National Football League about why this isn't pass interference. So, yeah. Hopefully they swallow the whistles or make the right calls when they need to be made. And uh, we won't be talking about the refs next week. Because <laughs> yeah, if we but, are, they're going to swallow these nuts. Yeah. If I mean, I'll, I'll be critical, you know, against the refs, even in a win. It's not a not a one-sided thing right it just takes away from your like you can't be excited when it take you know it takes away from the victory for you like yeah we won but like did we really win <laughs> yeah would we have really win one if that touchdown counted if that was a first down you know i just like to have a definitive win and then not be able to have anybody say yeah but right like no we won this football game that would be just go nice. out there like division first division game of the year. The Vikings just need to go out there and show that they're dominant over this team, that they shouldn't be taken lightly as a team that's one and three right now. Easy game, easy peasy lemon squeezy, and uh, make sure you get those extra hard knee pads on this week. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of multiple occasions, let's get to the 
pick'em. Hey, pick'em, that's the name of the game. Snatching winners every week like a turnover chain. Uh, picking spreads over under long shots. Ha! You know we got it cause our bank rolls on top. Yeah, what's good? Week four recap. Week five pick'em incoming. No notables this week. Our scores weren't even remotely close, but week four recap. Your boy, Shook Money, Super Sticky Steve Knox. We both went three and one this week. And Madden with an all-time stinker going one and three. So that brings us to week five, where I'm in the lead at 12 and four. Steve at nine and seven. And the Madden projections from SG1 Sports on YouTube are at seven and nine. Well, let's kick this off. Let's mix it up, Steve. Let's do our games of the week first this week. All right, my game of the week is going to be, is it the Sunday night game? Yes, it is Sunday night game. Uh, the Buffalo Bills are headed to Arrowhead. I put I typed this wrong. Uh, the Bills are headed to Arrowhead to play the Chiefs, where the Chiefs are a two-and-a-half-point favorite, over mm-hmm. under 56-and-a-half. Is Boy, that how much I love to the see Chiefs are going to score? <laughs> yeah. Uh, give me the Bills. I think the Chiefs are vulnerable right now, and uh, clearly there's something that's going on on defense for Kansas City. Bills might be able to hang a big number. I'm going to go Bills 42-38. to 38. Mm. Madden. Give me, give me the 80 on the over-under. <laughs> Madden <laughs> says the Bills 31-24. to 24. Which is wild, because 55 points is still the under. (laughs) Oh, man. I think the Bills are going to win this game, but I want to pick the Chiefs. I'm going to say the Bills win 41-37. to I'm lying. That's not true at all. I wrote down the Chiefs. I'm going to stick with it. I put the Chiefs winning 36-34. All right. See what happens when you don't try to uh, prices right me. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized I did that. <laughs> I didn't even realize that in the moment. All right, whatever. My game of the week this week, I'm taking the Cleveland Browns at the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers are a one and a half point favorite over under 47. SG1 Sports Madden Simulation. As the Chargers winning 17 to 13. Mm. It's a couple of bad weeks for the Browns uh, offense. <laughs> yep. Browns had a chance to win that at the end and came up a little short in the red zone. But, you know, I'm going to stick with the Hair Bears and I'm going to take the Chargers, who I had going for, what, 15 and 2? Yeah. So they're going to have to win this one. What did I put down here? 24 to 23 in a barn burner. Yikes. Uh, sure. Give me the brownies. Time to... Uh, the old Stevie Stink Pipes. Yeah. Going to uh, Browns over the Chargers. 27 to 24. Okay. 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 All right. Time for the big dogs. The winnable games that we'll bitch about losing next week. 
The Philadelphia Eagles travel to Carolina to face the Panthers. Panthers are three and a half point favorite, 45 over and under. SG1 Sports is uh, off their medicine, saying the Eagles win 42 to 3. Wow. We got a lot to talk about next week. Good. <laughs> they win 42 to 3. I'll do the whole episode in address. But it has to be exact. 42 to 3. You heard it here first. I hope they score a touchdown on the first drive and just squash that. <laughs> I'm taking the birds. I don't know why. Never serves me right to pick them, but I got them winning 27 to 23. Soup-tastical. I'm going to go with the Eagles as well. Uh, I'll take the Eagles 24 17. Uh, I just, I, I need the Eagles to win this game. Give me some good tape for next week. So, <laughs> riding with them. And if the Eagles win 42 to three, I'll do the Macarena naked in Monument Square in Portland. <laughs> Jesus, that's way easier than me doing the show in a dress. <laughs> All right, so hit them Minnesota with the Vikings shit. hosting the Detroit Lions. Uh, Vikings seven and a half point favorite over under 49. That line is suspect for a team that only scored seven points last week, but got to ride with the, with the boys. Uh, you should win this game. You know, all things uh, being said, Vikings, I'm taking them 31 to 16. Got a couple chances to gain some games on you, but this one I can't go against the Vikings. I believe in my heart of hearts they are going to win this game, and I'm going to give them 24 to 10. Let's see the defense wake up a little bit, get some turnovers. SG1 Sports also says the Lions are going to win 26 to 20, and I might have to find out where SG1 Sports is from if that happens. Let me just tell you this I watched the uh, clip of that recap. And the Vikings were actually down 26 to 13 and scored that touchdown with like three seconds left. So it was like a garbage time touchdown. So it was actually kind of a blowout. That would be even worse. <clears throat> yes, we'd have quite the podcast next week. Hey, why was your podcast seven minutes long? Because our fucking team suck, okay? <laughs> Superdora. Up the show, we're like studs and duds. <laughs> <laughs> For week six. <laughs> wait what uh soupy got any final thoughts this week uh no refs need to do better i mean we saw a lot of uh you know the recaps from the fail mary recently on the television and honestly the refs kind of feel like the replacement refs did just a number of years ago so i don't know Is what the this what is what the, happens when you fuck with the rules every year, okay? Yeah, it's We true. need to stop tinkering with the, the rules because the verbiage and the wording and all that bullshit gets so fucked up and they have to make these snap decisions to the letter of the law. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's not ideal when you when you end up making, you know, what's the word for it? I don't know. It's your, you know, like you said, snapshot decision. Like it's, it's not definitely a, a penalty. It's their, their opinion. 
And these guys should be able to get together and be like, look, what did you see? Okay, this is the rule. Okay. You know, we're going to pick that flag up. No big deal. Boop, move on. That's an instant replay. Still a fucking mess. Yeah. Yeah, they still can't. Podcast not long enough to get into that. Hey, uh, also, it's only been like 20 months since the, uh, coronavirus pandemic started so you could go ahead and get vaccinated anytime it's free it's like literally free you don't have to pay anything nothing zero you can give a fake name if you want wouldn't recommend it because you need your uh little vaccination card but maybe you could do something nice for people around you protect them protect yourself protect your family and up your internet speed all in one shot ladies and gentlemen thank you Thanks to everybody who has been vaccinated, by the way. We give people shit a lot on this podcast to get vaccinated. If you're not, if you're a stubborn anti-vaxxer, whatever, that's your decision to be wrong. But to all the people that are vaccinated, thank you. And we appreciate you. And, you know, if you're on the Twitter bird, you can always hit us up at Joint Practices. I'm at 11thegoat. Steve at the Knox says... Send us a tweet with the hashtag these nuts official bitches. No. Send us a hashtag joint practices. Let us know you're listening. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from more of you. We've had recently some people, you know, connect with us, talk with us. It's been great. We're trying to get some more people on the show. You can also have your own episode of our show. You know, we're not we're not egotistical. We don't have to be the guys talking every week. Why don't you come on and tell us about your Raiders, your Titans, your Eagles, you know, whoever you're a fan of. Come on our show and tell us about your team. It's all your, you know, four fans, five fans. That's what we're talking about. Sticky them. Yeah, wherever you're listening, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, tune in. Be sure to subscribe. Get that nice little notification when the new episode goes live. We can give it a nice five-star rating if you're feeling froggy. You can write a, write a little review. We'd love to see it. All right. Flag goes fly, baby. Skull Vikings. Until next time. See you, bye. We out. <laughs> we haven't done that right in so many weeks. I forget what we're supposed to do. All right. We out. That's that first stop. I'll let you say that guy's name because you like to say Groove Hill. Granny Larson, I'm sure she'd love to hear it, so yeah, she'll love all the swear words and dank jokes. It'll be great. Join, 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 join